What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. This is the Fitwell segment here on Money FM with me, Jason Dacey. This week, we're focusing on football and the Curva coaching system. It's a very famous system around the world. We'd like to welcome Alf Galustian, the co-founder of Cova Couch Coaching, and PJ Roberts, director of Cova Coaching in Singapore. Good to see you guys. Hi, yes. So, Alf, you're a, a man with a lot of pedigree. You've uh, worked with this for many, many years. Can you tell us a bit about the Curva coaching system, 34 years, 43 countries. Uh, uh, it's a long story, so I'm going to make it short. <laughs> Dave, sir. Um, 34 years ago, uh, myself and Charlie Cook, who was a great player at Chelsea, we were coaching and playing in the US. And um, um, of course, we're both from the UK. And um, we were in Philadelphia and we were at a soccer conference. You know, the Americans like these conferences. And yeah. uh, um, so we walked past a room and saw this elderly guy with about six kids, uh, ball each, um, making a presentation. And Charlie and I were one of the eight people in the room, sat down. And um, after about half an hour, Will, Will Curver, and that's Curver Coaching's named yeah. after we, we decided to keep his name, um, Will said a couple of things that Charlie and I had never heard. One is that um, in the formative years, 8 to 13, um, it's individual development before team development. Now, you know, football's a team game. Mm. And in our careers, we'd never heard anybody say it's an individual thing. Another thing is everybody had a ball. <laughs> we, we had, you know, in the old days, sometimes you trained without a ball. And um, so that influenced us hugely. And... Uh, I went back to the UK to do my coaching licences and coincidentally Bobby Robson brought, uh, who was the England coach, mm. brought Will uh, to Liverpool, which was the headquarters of the English FA then. Yeah. And uh, for three weeks, I sat next to him for in, uh, incredible coincidence, I mean, from Philadelphia to Liverpool. And uh, so just listen to this guy speak. And um, so uh, it was before, you know, uh, computers and mm. iPhones and, and uh, um I couldn't call Charlie um, about my daily conversations, but, but Charlie and I had started a, uh, one camp in America, in New York. Mm. And um, I said, Charlie, we've got to call this Curva, Cur you know, uh, then Will Curva. Um, and so I approached Will and said, look, um, you know, we want to change the name of our soccer school to Curva. This was 34 years ago. And mm. uh, we, now Will wasn't really interested to be involved with us because he had just got a, a very lucrative job in Dubai. Mm. And so basically what happened was that um, I bought the rights for his name mm -hmm. uh, back then. And um, kind of so one, one of the uh, sort of inter not interesting things, but a fact was, although it's called Curva Coaching, Will actually stepped out in 85. Wow, but and, it's been going uh, ever yeah, since then. But so, he was the inspiration, this former uh, Dutch uh, coach, very famous, very acclaimed. He was born in 1924, died in 2011. Yes. So, and PJ Roberts, you work uh, with Curva Coaching here in Singapore. Of course, we know you as a former professional player in the Singapore S-League and a, a well-known TV pundit. So what attracted you to Curva Coaching? Well, I think there's a, a, a couple of things. And and it was, I mean, obviously I have a, a massive passion for football, which is probably stating the obvious. Mm, but mm. I think when I was looking at, um, with a partner of mine, Owen Monaghan, who we own um, the franchise here for Curva Coaching in Singapore, um, we we're looking at a different approach for getting involved in coaching in that capacity. And 
you know, we certainly didn't want to go down the uh, the PJ Roberts on the ex-footballer <laughs> on yeah, TV yeah, type yeah. of path. And, yeah. and I think we needed something that had true substantial value to the children and their parents that had a, a prescribed curriculum that has been incredibly successful over a number of years in a number of countries and something that we inherently believed in and something that we knew that was working. Um, so through Curva Coaching and through, through ALF and and through another gentleman who's heavily involved in relation to managing Asia Pacific, Jason Lancer, who I played football with since about the age of five back in Australia. Mm, mm. We've obviously got a very close relationship. So by the time we'd actually made the plunge to get involved in Singapore, I'd had a, a lot of understanding and research and um, and really understood the benefits of it. And I think from the growth that we've experienced in the last couple of years in the different schools that we're working with, they see that difference, as Alf mentioned, around individual ball mastery and the focus and attention on the individual before even thinking about mm. team play, which is, is not necessarily the case in uh, you know, a lot of countries and a lot of different approaches. Yeah, speaking to PJ Roberts, Director of Curva Coaching Singapore, and Alf Galustian, the co-founder of Curva Coaching, originally from the UK. And, you know, you were affiliated with the Wimbledon Club. You're a former yes. left-sided player. You've yes. worked with many big names like Jurgen Klinsmann, Thierry Henry, Gerard Oulier. Uh, yeah, talk about your journey and how this coaching has benefited some of these big names, some of the big people you've worked with. Um, well, Jason, I think uh, it's for 34 years, so I'm trying to think of two or three uh, instances that would help. Um, I think one, the French, you know, they won the World Cup. Yeah. So if I can give you my French experience. Sure, um, yeah. And in in '93, I was approached by Gerald Houllier, um, who was the technical director of the and French of course, Federation. Famous former Liverpool manager. Uh, he was, yeah. yes, yeah. And Gerald, um, they just uh, France hadn't qualified for the US World Cup, mm. and Gerald wanted to change, revamp the development system for French players. So he invited me to a place called Clairefontaine. It was then one of the nine centres in France, you know, for French uh, football development, and that. Uh, I stayed with them off and on for about eight, nine years, and uh, my job was coaches' education. So I, I, I uh, uh, helped the coaches in the centres, uh, and uh, well, France had done very well, not because of me and not because of Curva uh, especially, but um, we did have uh, institute the Curva philosophy, the Curva system, and they have done well. And the, the second maybe example is, is Japan. When I went there 25 years ago, the J-League, the professional league, hadn't started. Yeah. And uh, Japan were very low-ranked uh, in, in FIFA rankings. And football wasn't even that popular back then, was it? it? Baseball was the main sport. I mean, no football fields. Mm. You know, Japan's 80% volcanic. Uh, mm. There's no fields, et cetera. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, well, to, to this day, if you fast-forward to this day, you know, for Curva Coaching, we have 165 schools around the country. 20,000 kids a week go through our Curva program. Four players were in the World Cup squad um, that should have beaten Belgium. Yeah, uh, I mean, Japan and, uh, did. They were they drew, didn't they? Uh, they were looking like they were going to force extra time against Belgium in that uh, uh, round of 16 game in the recent World Cup. It, it was just a last-minute mm. uh, uh, goal from a, their corner yeah. kick. Yeah. Uh, that could have been delayed, but anyway, yeah. I'm not going to criticise any players. Yes. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, having said that, um, I think Japan is a great example of how Curva, the Curva system, uh, I'm not saying it's the only way to teach, but um, it has the credibility now in, in 43 countries, 17 federations. Um, I've been a coach educated at 51 pro clubs, including Bayern Munich and Juventus, etc. So there must be good, something good in the system for these very credible clubs to embrace it. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, PJ Roberts, you know, grew up in Australia, went to the US on a coaching, sorry, a playing scholarship, you know, has worked 
uh, in behind the scenes in football as well. You know, played in Malaysia and Singapore. So, what do you think stands out from uh, the Curva coaching system compared to other systems? And you mentioned every player having a ball. You know, back when Alf was there many many years ago. What else? Yeah, that look is a, a key component of that. I think about. I look the career I had and you know I was very proud of my career and I really had an enjoyable adventurous career but by no means did I I reach the elite levels that I truly wanted to aspire mm, to which mm. would have been you know the English Premier, Premier League, League or yeah. La Liga yeah, or yeah. Bundesliga yeah. or the big European leagues Exactly and and I look at for myself personally where did I fall short and athletically physically you know I was very, very good. You were super fit. You were without, fast. Without, without trying to give myself too much of a pat on the back. But, <laughs> yeah. but where I, I needed improvement was mm. on my individual skill component. Technical skill. And at the level that I played, there's no drama. There was no problem. But, get to, by. but to yeah. step up to that level, mm. that was that element. And I think back to when I was a, a little boy and I was passionate, there was a big element of natural play, of getting the ball and going outside and, and playing with yourself or with your friends. That element of natural play, um, which is really had a lot of research on an educational component is really being lost now in today's age. There's so much technology in front of children. You're looking at a climate like Singapore where there's a lack of resources and area. It's not happening as much. Mm. So if you're losing that, and I'm thinking again, relating it back to myself, if I had a curriculum that I was coached from a younger age that gave me the tools to go out and work on specific individual ball mastery things in my natural play, Mm. I would have no doubt been a better player, and I I truly believe that. So then when I look at today's age and I look at the challenges that Singaporean children have Mm. in the climate, and it's a very similar situation to Japan that's quite congested, I truly believe that the curriculum that we have and the philosophy and the approach is not only beneficial for providing those pathways for children to play um, at the elite level, but it's allowing children to be the very best that they can be with own, their own natural ability levels. Um, and a big component of that is through our programs, you know, from age three to six, where it's not necessarily coaching for football, it's actually student enrichment. Mm. And what we're doing is giving children the competencies to be confident to go out and play with their friends at lunchtime or after school so they can take those skills with them for the rest of their life wherever they go and assimilate and be confident young children. Some of them will end up mm-hmm. playing at a good level. The, realistically, the majority is that very few will do that. But every child, and we see it in our programs now, little three-year-olds that come in, they've been doing it for six months and they're able to stop the ball with both feet. They can move it with both feet. They keep doing that for another two, three years, and they are light years ahead of children at the age of six or seven. Speaking to PJ Roberts, Director of Curva Coaching Singapore, and Alf Galustian, the co-founder of Curva Coaching. Alf, you know, people look at Singapore and they say, oh, look, 160th in the world in the FIFA rankings, had some terrible results in recent times. But look at what happened in Japan, you know, and I know Japan's got a big population and a much bigger physical space than Singapore, but you think Singapore can do what Iceland's done and really climb up through the rankings and play in a major tournament? Look, I think um, uh, anything's possible. I think uh, PJ just summed it up much better than I could, you know. Um, I went into this thinking that we could produce exceptional football players. I kept coming, I'm coming out of it or towards the end of my career, knowing that it's the better person, it's, it's uh, producing a better person, um, so it's not only the football player. So I think Kerber does that. Mm. 
to promise that uh, Singapore could be in the you know top twenty, top thirty, top forty, I think it w- would be difficult Cu- with the current professional leagues. Uh, in my experience, in my professional experience, uh, I think you've got to be measured by your professional league uh, as far as the top level. Mm-hmm. And the European leagues are so much, uh, you know, so much money. Mm. They're, they're so advanced. Mm. They have the pick of all the players in the whole world. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you look at professional leagues and you look at top play, uh, the the top teams, um, very few have their own nationalities playing now. It's different from true, uh, my true. day, you yeah. know. So, uh, um, but could Singapore be better? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So, PJ, how can we find out more about what you're doing in Singapore with Curva Coaching? Well, we can just pop outside and have a coffee after this if anyone's <laughs> floating around the out the studio. <laughs> Across uh, the SPH News Centre in Topoyo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, look, they can jump onto our web website, mm. which is uh, curva.com.sg. Um, they can also drop us an email um, at info at curva.com.sg or... Um, hit me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm uh, pretty easy to track PJ down Roberts, here in Singapore. Easy, easy <laughs> name to remember. Final word for you, Alf. Uh, Thierry Henry was one of the players that you've interacted with. Uh, tell me about your first impression of him. Well, he was only 14. Um, and um, so this was at Clairefontaine in Paris, which is one of the training centres that I worked at. And uh, he was small and other kids. Um, another kid there was an Elka who was twi- nearly twice his size. Wow, Nicolas Anelka and yeah. Thierry Henry, future yeah. stars yeah. of uh, um, Arsenal. Um, but, um, you know, a little guy, you know, this whole thing, you know, football's a great game because you don't have to be 6'3 and, and you know, 11-second, uh, 100-metre sprinter, you know. And and um, so you had two two very distinct uh, – and they could power through everybody. He mm. was just bigger and stronger. And that happens when the kids are younger, they're bigger and stronger. They may win games, but that hides also their deficiencies. Correct. So uh, you just, just one note that I always say to coaches is be careful. Uh, of course, you, uh, the object of football is to win. Uh, and and I did, I, I, I'm not one of those says that oh, winning's not important. It is important. But, but in the end, it can disguise deficiencies because the bigger and stronger kids will win until they're 13, 14, 15. Right. Okay. PJ, you got something else to add to that? Yeah, we're just talking about, um, obviously with the program, the, the business model that's being evolved in, in, in Singapore, which is taking on all the experiences that ALF has had, um, particularly around the different, the different countries. And what it is basically is around a franchise business model where there's opportunities to, to look at being involved, not only from a, a coaching or your child being involved, but from a, a business perspective that in Singapore... We've broken up the the geographic area into eight individual franchises, and with myself and Owen owning the master franchise as well as one of those individual franchises, there's also seven franchises that are available around the country. And through the market mapping exercise that we have gone through, that has a target market of age three to seventeen, there's approximately ninety to a hundred thousand children involved in each of those individual franchises. So from a market mapping exercise where we look at it, breaking it down, where we look at football, by far the most popular sport in the country that we've spoken about the benefits of it for young children, making them more confident young children and the health benefits. Mm. Um, another reason why we're really excited about being involved in, in Singapore, because we feel that with the business model that we're rolling out in the country and the opportunity to really have a an expansive program that's 100% inclusive, and I think that's the big element we hear in this part of the world so much around elite football mm-hmm. and elite pathways. And Alf's touched on it really nicely there where he's 
benefits that he's seen taken out is that young children involved are just more confident young children, regardless of what level they end up at. And it's a really exciting position to be and something that having lived in Singapore for 16 years, I'm very passionate about the country. I love the country. I'm really passionate about the football landscape. And we appreciate the unique challenges that exist that are are no real different to what Japan has experienced Mm. and still continues to experience 20, 25 years ago. So there's a lot of different ways to to get involved or find out a little bit more about it. Well, let's hope that Singapore can take a positive step forward in its football development, maybe with the help of uh, Cova Coaching. Many thanks to Alf Galistian, the co-founder of Cova Coaching, and PJ Roberts, director of Cova Coaching Singapore. Gentlemen, great to have you on the show. Thank you very much. Jase, thank you.